This is Brian Simmons. You're listening to the Four Corner Pandemonium. Welcome to Four Corner Fandom I'm your host, Jay Will, the voice of independent wrestling. And today we have Brian Simmons. How you doing today, bro? I'm doing good, man. How about yourself? Man, I'm doing pretty good. Well, it's kind of early in the morning, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's where the good work starts at. Yeah, yeah, I agree. All right, so um, tell us a little bit about you. How many years you've been in pro wrestling and what wrestling school did you attend? All right, so... I've been in professional wrestling as an active wrestler. This would be my third year. Um, I'm not actually sure if we count me, but uh-huh. yeah, January 17th was my of 2020 was my first match. So, and then obviously, you know, everything, everything hit the that. fan. Yeah. And then we missed a whole bunch of dates that could have happened. I only, I kind of count three years, but technically three years. Um, school, the school I went to was uh, the Primetime Wrestling Alliance out there in Yorktown, Virginia. Um, uh, I was trained by <clears throat> Bo Crockett, Wes okay. Rogers, uh, Dante Bishop, and a handful of other guys. Yeah, I've seen Bo Crockett on many occasions and everything. Great wrestler. Great representative mm-hmm. for Virginia as well. Well, before you started and growing up and everything, who was your favorite wrestler? Um, okay, so there's like three. Um, and it goes with like how, me growing up to me being a um, teen to an adult. Gotcha. So growing up, favorite wrestler, Chris Jericho. Okay. Um, when I got a little older, it was Triple H. And Right, I don't know what happened, but right when I hit 19, it became Edge, and it's been Edge ever since. Okay. Yeah. All three guys got a lot of intensity. A lot of intensity. Yes. actually great wrestlers and have mm-hmm. versatility in their characters and everything. So I definitely yeah. can understand that. Yeah. I, I, I feel like um, those three guys, they just, they just have something that makes you want to watch them. Yeah, and that's like a broad statement, but like Jericho can constantly reinvents himself. He is exactly. probably the most creative wrestler that there is out there. Everything he does hits. Um, Triple H. I mean, I don't even got to explain that. You a wrestling nah. fan, you know about yeah. Triple H. And yeah, and man, Edge is. It, it's just that it's the the character. Everything you hear him say sounds earnest. He you, he makes you believe what he's talking about. Yeah, his believer really believability rate is out this world. It's like it doesn't matter if it's like you know that it's a promo that he's cutting, but you don't feel like it's a promo that he's cutting. You feel like that's how yeah. it really feels when he's telling you what's going on and then some of his promos is crazy. Yeah, that whole rated R era, that's my favorite era of him. I know a lot of people ain't really like him in the industry like that during that era, but as a fan watching, 
mm-hmm. dude, that that man was firing all on all cylinders. If you realize in in wrestling, like everybody who's on point at the moment, a lot of people in the industry don't like him. But sometimes you attribute it to hate, but sometimes you got attributed it to like maybe they were an asshole in that time, but it didn't yeah. translate on screen. Yeah, that's so true. It's like you you don't if you hear it so much, you don't really know to who to believe. Like was he really hard to work with or were you just not on their level and it just upset yeah. you? Maybe a little bit of jealousy in there. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean I, I believe it. I believe it. In your wrestling career, what have you accomplished so far that you thought you wouldn't accomplish? Um, we were set up to believe in the training school that we came from. That first gang of matches was going to be in front of a you know really small independent show, fifteen people. You know, it's modest, intimate, but we trained with ended up having our first match in front of two hundred people. Oh, wow. Talk about pressure. Yeah. Over there at Dynamite Championship Wrestling in Delaware. Okay. Yeah. I'll be actually attending there um, on the 25th. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. That promotion gave me my first shot. Um, I owe a lot to the booker over there, Zach Connor. Um, And most of the stuff that I do now comes from what I learned from. Okay. So uh, another thing that I didn't think I would accomplish would be, or I didn't think that I would actually do, would be starting a wrestling promotion here in Virginia. Yeah. Next up, pro wrestling. Next up. Yeah. We're going to get to that as well. I talked to, um, mm-hmm. talk to your boy Alejandro. Yeah. We had a, we had a, a podcast. And he was talking about that as well. Yeah. I'm very, yeah. I'm very proud of Virginia for how we're stepping up with wrestling and everything, especially yeah. the independence. It would, it was time. There was a big void in Virginia wrestling. I mean, you had um, VCW, and there would be no wrestling for uh, a couple of months in the Virginia Beach area. So, or I should say, cities. Yeah. Um, and we had a lot of people come up to us while we were training in the school, you know, asking, is there anywhere that we can watch you guys wrestle? We would say, Hey, check us out in Delaware and you unanimously people would say, I'm not going that far. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I don't know if you want to get into specifics of, uh, next up right now, oh, but you know, here, there were, okay. Um, there were a couple of steps that needed to happen that made next up pro wrestling happen. Um, <clears throat> first, there was a promotion that ran out in Richmond. It's called UEW United Elite Wrestling. You ever heard of that? No, I haven't heard of that. Okay, well, um, we were we were really tight with a couple of the guys that were backstage on that, um, and we started getting closer to the wrestlers by. A- with the management staff, uh, we got we got to know like Red Titus, who was the first next up pro wrestling match. Okay, um, got close to one of the one of the pillars of VA wrestling, Sledge Gibson. Um, okay, and we, and we started 
making contacts there. After that, so we got booked off in North Carolina at a place called Shockwave. The owners had just changed hands. Uh, a girl had just come into the company. She bought. She ended up buying the company. Uh, I'm, I don't want to uh, say her name because she want to keep it on the hush. Or uh, yeah. who owns it? She's, she's very private. But <clears throat> they were going on a hiatus. But she wanted to continue promoting Shockwave even though the company was going on hiatus. Uh, once... <clears throat> Once that happened, she talked to me and Alejandro, and we thought about, well, why don't we just do a showcase show for the kids at the school and put some Shockwave titles on the line, do some Shockwave stuff over there, just to keep the name going while they're while they're on their hiatus. Once we did that, me and Alejandro were in a car. We just riding. And we were talking to each other and we thought about all of the contacts that we made from UEW. So then the idea, the, like the germ of the idea ha of just putting on a showcase grew into something of, why don't we just turn this into a promotion? We have titles, we have wrestlers, we have a venue, and, we, and I know that people want to come to see wrestling. So once we did that, we just we looking up every bar, the um where to get a ring, uh license it, all of it. And it looked we balanced our books, ended up finding out that it was very doable for us. Gotcha. Yeah. Had all your ducks in a row. Had all we had all of our ducks in a row. Um and then one of our trainers, Wes Rogers, came and said, hey, hey guys, you remember the UEW ring? Because again, UEW was also on hiatus about around this time. Well, he actually had the ring for himself at his home. So we ended up renting that ring for our show. And that's the ring we're using now. Oh, that's great. So we had to have gone to UEW and we had to have gone to Shockwave in order for next up to actually happen. Without those two companies, we wouldn't be doing this. Yeah, shout out to both companies, man. Yeah, for it's, sure. It's not often that companies <laughs> actually help out another company and not try to take the shine for themselves and book yeah. for the same nights and stuff like that. I, yeah. I just rather see all the companies that work together. Yeah. That's really what we want is to just like have Virginia wrestling at this in the strongest state that it can be um, we ended our first two shows ended up selling out both times we did over 200 people and my all we had all we did was did exactly what our trainers told us to do which was what you're training did it work yep uh promos hand out flyers you know you beat the pavement and Hard work will pay off. So, and that's how we got it. We have our third show coming here on April 22nd. Big show. April 22nd. Where's that going to be at? It's going to be in the Salvation Army in Hampton. Hampton, Virginia. Hampton, Virginia. Salvation yeah. Army. April mm -hmm. 22nd. And yep. Same place. Same fun. place. Mm -hmm. Yep. I know my football season starts on the 15th. 
because I oh, yeah. coach for the East Shore Rage Development Professional League this year. So mm. whatever dates that I do have that I'm available, I will be at any show that I can be. So oh. even if our game is near there, because we play in uh, Virginia, mm-hmm. yeah. So I might can't even make it then. I, I'll definitely let you know ahead of time. Might even For sure, a couple of players so we can pack the house out, make it real loud. Yeah, I mean, just let us know. We'll have the seats available. You want to bring um, some of the their families? Let me know. We can work something out. I definitely will. Definitely will. Oh man, it's, it's, it's so great what y'all got going on with next up. I'm yeah, happy to be a part of it with my first show and everything. Mm-hmm. That's that's lovely for the state of Virginia. Yeah. So other than that, okay. So let's get back to you as a fan. Okay. A fan of yourself and your wrestling career. What is the favorite matches that you've wrestled so far? Um. As a matter of fact, I just wrestled probably one of my personal favorite last Thursday at uh, Brew Wrestling. Um, it was myself and Alejandro versus the Real Life Freaks. Uh, they've been wrestling in Virginia for years, and they've been super supportive of us, and we've been wanting to work with them forever individually and uh collectively because me and alejandro really just started doing tag team stuff last year the later part of last year wow y'all chemistry is off the chain for that short amount of time i could tell you that you think so (laughs) uh yeah see i i I thought y'all been together for longer than that well i appreciate it we've actually trained together me and him have been training together since day one. So that's that's pretty much where that comes from. And me and him just um, were friends outside of that's, uh, you know, not all surprising. But me and him talk to each other for hours about and we kind of like get a synergy off of what we off of our mutual interests. So that's probably how that chemistry came along. That's always a good thing. Y'all can push each other in a positive way. It's not y'all trying to one-up each other. It's actually y'all pushing each other positive. Uh, you know, there is a little bit of one-upsmanship in there, you know? It, it, it's got to be, <laughs> but it's not It's not as yeah, broadcasted not, as yeah, like, other it's not toxic. would be. Yeah, it's not toxic. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's what's needed to push each other. For sure. For sure. All right. Back in the day, you had... Your area, SmackDown, Raw. Mm-hmm. What was your favorite show? Um, it was whatever show Edge was on. So, yeah, when he started the rated the rated R superstar stuff that was on Raw. Yeah, loved it. And then he got traded to SmackDown, and I followed him to SmackDown. Yeah, he kind of just took over SmackDown from there. Yeah. Um. But before he started all the rated R stuff, I was a Raw guy. It was just pushed heavier. I was Monday Night Raw. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it definitely was pushed heavier. But, I mean, it it, it was good shows. SmackDown, yeah. as popular, like, when it started, yeah. once they started bringing their, their bigger guys over there and let them do their thing, then SmackDown kind of just took over as a thing of its own. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. Uh, I remember, I, I'll tell you this, though. The very first, uh, sh- when I found out about wrestling, I don't know if this is getting ahead of your messages, 
um, your um, questions. Um, the very first show that I ever watched was Monday Monday Night Nitro. Okay. WCW nineteen ninety seven. My very first match that I ever watched was Dean Malenko versus Chris Benoit. Oh man, what a hell of a match to watch! Yeah, that, it, that that's kind of cheating being your first match. You you gotta be a wrestling fan after that. It's not. I was it's no watching something like that and be like, oh, this is lame. Oh, yeah. they, they're just in there playing around. No, that's perfection right there. It, so I, I definitely it understand was. that. Uh, I I immediately got hooked. I was a WCW kid till till about ninety nine. Yeah, I I was a WCW kid until it was yeah around that time when it started <laughs> to get to the point where all right, who's running this place? <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. And then, but yeah, definitely to say, what was your favorite storyline in WCW either, or either, either show? Yeah, that's a good question. Nobody's ever asked me that. Favorite storyline in is it all of wrestling or back then? All, nope, all, all of wrestling. It could be now. Something that like grabs you in any storyline you go back to watch. That'll be the first one you do. I don't want to say something easy like the Daniel Bryan yes movement. Um, I actually want to think on this one. Um, the yes movement was a hell of a movement though. Yeah, I I remember I was. I'm standing up in front of a television. I'm a grown ass man standing yep. up in front of a television. <laughs> you weren't the only one. It was plenty of yeah. You know what? Honestly, it's the summer of punk that started at started out there by uh before Money in the Bank. Okay. Yep, 2011. Okay, okay cool. I'm pretty sure I'm forgetting something, but I think right now what comes to mind is that one. Back in the day in the early 90s when Sting was rob like Big, Ric Flair's biggest rival at the time. Mm -hmm. That is what got me into wrestling. Like Sting's wow. energy, him coming out, banging his chest, just yelling is like the energy from that just made you want to paint your face, jump in the ring, and just jump off stuff. Yes, sir. It, it was crazy. I just to this day when Sting comes out, I'm like a little kid. Yeah, I hear that from him. Yeah, I've I've seen him in TNA. I've seen him in AEW. I didn't get the chance to see him in WWE, but I seen mm -hmm. him in WCW back in the day because they used to come to Salisbury, Maryland, to the Wacombe Center. Mm -hmm. So I, I've seen him there, but I, every time I see him, it's like I'm a little kid. I'm yelling the whole time. I'm yelling anyway, but I'm yelling <laughs> extra when Sting's in the ring. Yeah, man, I hear you at the shows, man. <laughs> Oh, yeah, man, I got to. I got to make it fun. I yeah. tell people who are around me, you either going to yell at me or you're going to yell with me. But you're going to yell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, as as soon as I uh, I can pick you out of a crowd. <laughs> it, it, um, I heard you when we were at the 1CW show, me and Alejandro. Yeah. Um, I was like, bam, there he is right there. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I try to let y'all know in the back that hey, I'm here. I'm bringing yeah. the energy for y'all, so please bring it out. You're not coming yeah. out to a dead crowd, so long I'm out there. Yeah, we, hey man, we appreciate it. That's the I one thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you have on your uh, interview questions favorite match? I was gonna ask you. Well, not favorite match of any other show. I was gonna ask you your dream match. 
of you and someone in you and someone in WWE? Dream match. Wow. Um, but I do want the answer of your favorite match. All right. Um, my dream match would be Chris Jericho. Now, yeah. which years? Cruiserweight years or or where he just went to another level in WWE? About around 2000. Okay. Yeah. Chris Jericho in the year 2000. The, the match that made me decide that I was going to be a wrestler was the Royal Rumble 2000 ladder match with uh, Chris Benoit and Chris Jericho for the Intercontinental Championship. Oh, yeah. It, it, it's that Chris Jericho that I would love to wrestle now. I know he would destroy me, hey, but just but standing in the so ring. freaking much. Yeah, you'll learn I'm so freaking you. much. That, yeah, Jericho. I'm, this Jericho now is great, too. Obviously, he's older, he's more seasoned, and he knows way more about the business. Yeah, um, but, I like how he adapts to all his opponents. Like, he'll steal yeah. their character in a minute, make it way bigger, and then just give it right back to him. <laughs> like, yeah. like, we went over to Japan, had the Rainmaker and Okada, he became the yep. Rainmaker, and just, it just overnight just made that big as hell. Mm-hmm. Absolutely mm-hmm. no reason. Like my uh, my favorite iteration of Jericho is the 09 version with the suit. Okay. Yeah. Um, it was so different than any other Chris Jericho. Every other version of Jericho was loud and um you know, he was loud, he was energetic, he was out there, but this one was in menacing. Yeah, he's great when somebody can change their character and you, you they don't miss a beat and nothing. That's, yeah, that Jericho wrestling that I love. Mm-hmm. That Jericho is my favorite. Uh, it's just how he could just turn from the Ayatollah of rock and roller to the uh, best in the world, just like that. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, and um, many, you don't have many characters with that versatility. No, no. I think Jericho is a kind of a once in a lifetime wrestler. Yes. Or or personality actually cuz he does more than just wrestling. Yeah, uh, I re- exactly. I remember when he left back there in 06. Um was it 06? 05 or 06. And he started like a web series. And it said, I think it was called I Used to Be Famous, Jericho. And it was him just living normal day life with a roommate that was kind of a bum. <laughs> okay. And that, w- that web series just kind of entertained me. It was funny as hell. Yeah, I'm sure he made that very entertaining. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got to find that, man. I got to just remember that show. I got to find it. Yeah, always stuff you can go back to. Yeah. All right. So, what shows do you have coming up that you're wrestling in, or you can tell some of the card if you have it for the next up show or whatever mm-hmm. you want to promote right now? This this is your time. Okay. I want to say April 14th. I'm going to be at IWL Independent Wrestling League over there in West Virginia. Okay. Me and Alejandro are going to be facing some people. I don't know who, what type of little new guys they, they got, but they apparently got some <laughs> some kids that are going to rock our socks off or something, you know? 
So long as there's not no guys from wrong turn, you'll be fine in West Virginia. Yeah, I mean, okay. I mean, you know, those punks out there think that they, think that they got what it takes. Well, we we finna stomp some heads in for real. Hey, showing what VA do, man. Yeah, them punks took our tag team titles out there, and I wasn't even a part of the match. So we got oh, a message wow. to send out there. So, okay, so you got some get back to get. Yeah, big get back. Uh, the next day. Uh, April 14th, which is actually my wife's birthday, will be back in 1CW. Okay, early shout out to your, your wife. Happy birthday. Yeah, she's out CW. there. Yeah. She's out there watching TV with my son right now. So okay. She wants to come out to 1CW for, for her birthday, so I, I ain't got no issues with that. I know that's right. Yeah. And then April 20th will be the next brew show. Uh, right back at the same place we were pbr in hampton okay yeah uh, i i don't know good what things the... about the show heard some great man things. i was on my way but i got off from work too late i work in delaware so by the time i was going to try to make the drive but by the time i made it it, it would have been close to the end of the show man it, if you can figure out how you can get out there on uh the 20th of april it's it, the energy was great <clears throat> It was, it was just fun. Um, a whole bunch of people. I'm not sure what the head count was, if it was a sellout or not, but it damn sure looked like it was. So, so long I mean, it looked, sound, and felt like it. Hey, that's the only bro, thing that matters. I can't wait till these videos come out just to show how energetic the crowd was. There was no quiet match. I'm mad that I got to miss Earl Hebner calling match. I'm yeah. mad about that. He called uh, Gabriel Kai versus Jason. Oh, man. Yeah, that was a yeah, hot I match. That was a good match. Mm-hmm. And then we I, had... I've definitely been seeing that being advertised on my, on my Facebook because I'm a Facebook person. Yeah. Yep. And then we had uh, Avery Jacks. She's an up-and-comer student from the school, the PWA school. She faced uh, wow. off of Billy Dixon. I've heard of her. She, she's, yeah. a, she's younger, isn't she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's about yes. twenty, early twenties. Yeah. Yes, watch out for her. Watch out for her. She gonna she gonna be doing some big things. Trust me. I I, I say, about by next year, she gonna be a breakout breakout wrestler. That's good, man. I'm I'm excited to see that. I'm also excited to get my first female wrestler on. So if she's interested, tell her I'm, I'm definitely gay so she can put herself out there. Yeah, I'll definitely uh, I'll with her. She was supposed to be at 1CW in the uh, Battle Royal. Okay. Yeah, she was She was supposed to be there, but she ended up hurting her knee. So she missed out on that. No, it's not 1CW. My bad. I get the two mixed up. CCW. Yeah, CCW. Yeah, she was supposed to be there. Um, but she and me, but trust me, she'll be back. Oh, definitely. The strong mm -hmm. was always a... mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Um, um, and then, uh, sorry about that. What we called earlier, April 2nd, next up for wrestling for Joe. We got okay. a big part. We got some heavy hitters. We got Eel O'Neal in his first title defense. Versus Zach Ramsey's. He's a cat from uh, Philadelphia. Okay. <clears throat> Might be wrong about that. He's a, he's from Pennsylvania. 
I, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure. I think it's Philadelphia, but I don't, I don't, I don't want to make an ass out of myself. So we're just going to say Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania, James. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's a six foot nine giant. So we're going to see what the, we're going to see what Eel O'Neill can bring. Yeah. I got to see Eel O'Neill in one CW for the, um, I believe that was my first time. Yeah. Really good guy. Really good wrestler. Yeah. He's a, he's a great guy. Um, next, next one, we got, actually, we got a really, really big match too. We got, uh, Killian McMurphy and the deadlock pro wrestling champion, uh, lucky Ali. And that match will be for the deadlock pro wrestling world title. So we got, we were able to make that happen in like the midnight hour, right before we started posting our, uh, our lineup, we got the okay from deadlock and we were like, Let's run with it. I know that's right. Yeah. And there's just a whole bunch of other people coming to the show. We got a lot of energy coming. Victor Walker's coming back. He's one of the, another one of our breakout people from the school. Just like Akira, that boy's coming up too. Okay. Somebody yeah. else to look forward to. Yep. Yeah. Right. So um, what's your, your social media? So how can people get it? It is on Instagram is where I'm mostly active. It's at the Brian Simmons. That's it. Okay. Yeah. My Twitter is uh, is up and down. I I usually just use Twitter just to see what's going on, but I, I am not active on that. And Facebook is Brian Simmons. You can right. see me with with the East Coast title, and that's it. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. So look out for Brian Simmons next up pro wrestling. It's all up from here for the state of Virginia and for independent wrestling. Yes, sir. That's what it's all about. Coming on. I know it's early morning. I appreciate you coming on and knocking this out. It was a great, great wrestling conversation. Yeah. And I can't wait to see you again, man. Hey, man, I appreciate you having me, man. Um, Real quick, I never got to tell you my favorite match. Oh, um, I didn't knock that out. Um, tag team match for the WWF champ- Tag Team Championships. Chris Jericho, Chris Benoit versus Triple H and Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yes. That match, I have never seen a tag team match better than that one. It was crazy Uh, because they weren't even tag team. (laughs) Exactly. Everything everything that I want in a tag team match happened in that match. The back, if you want like to, to get some chills, go back and just listen to the crowd. It was a Monday Night Raw, and it felt like it was a pay-per-view match. It should have been a pay-per-view match. It should have been, yes. but we yes. got it for free, and it was it. I, I haven't seen anything better than that, and I know that's a big statement. Yeah, I haven't seen any tag player. team match better than that. So every everything's about the, a different type of storytelling than what that is now yeah that story was just amazing i followed i followed that match i still watch it every once in a while to study tag team wrestling and the base actually basic fundamentals of wrestling as well because they did all of the basic wrestling things without going too far obviously you know triple h tore his quad in that match but Everything else, there was like, it was as basic as you can be. But the intensity, 
between the four of them was just magic. And it's crazy with a major injury like that in the match that it still turned out to be a hell of a fucking match. That's that's just crazy. Usually injuries like that will slow the match down. Definitely a great match. Might be one I have to go back and watch today in my off time between the NCAA March Madness and XFL. I thank you for your time, man. Thank this you, man. Be, this will not be our last interview. I promise that. Mm-hmm. I hope I see you at next day. up. Yeah, you definitely will. That, that's right. my plan. That's my plan. All right. All right. Have a good day. You too, brother. Thank you for listening to Four Corner Fandemonium. Make sure to follow for upcoming shows and also follow Brian Simmons on all social media platforms. Also, be on the lookout for Next Up Pro Wrestling in Hampton, Virginia. And always remember, reach for the sky, boy.